Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast where we major in the wager podcast episode 541 and uh nobody could really make it to the podcast recording on a Wednesday because of youth sports and commitments uh for work and things of that nature so we've all called them in and they've they've sent in their picks I've patched them together here on a podcast 541 you will get our one two and three star plays for week one of the NFL it's it's almost I feel like I'm Ed Coleman and WFAN uh, going going around the NFL getting to each guy and getting their picks as they call it in uh, live from the field as he used to do back in the back in the 90s when you listen to games on, on the radio when you couldn't sit yourself in front of a TV but before we get going with that let's uh get to the quiz this athlete War number 41. He was uh, drafted back in, oh boy, ni- 2003 by the Dallas Cowboys from Kansas State. He was a first round pick, the fifth overall. He also played for the Bengals and Vikings. He was a cornerback, five foot ten. Sometimes a nickelback, constantly getting picked on by Eli Manning throughout his career. And I'm sure the Cowboy fans know this guy already. It is Terrence Newman. Terrence Newman is the answer to the quiz question for podcast number 541. All right, and let's get to our first wave of picks in NFL week one. We'll start off the pick parade with the mush. Fresh out of Wellswood, no internet, but he still managed to get us three picks. His second best bet goes directly against the Joker and the coach. We have a head-to-head matchup. The mush versus Joker and the coach, and it goes to Carolina and Cleveland for the matchup. But let's hear all of the mush's three best bets for week one. Okay, boys, I've got three best bets. The first is Buffalo traveling to L.A., uh, the Rams, on Thursday night. Um, Disrespectful to the Rams. They are uh, plus 2.5. So I'll take the Rams and take the 2.5 points. Um, I think the Bills are good, but they're going cross-country. And uh, I don't think they're that good. The second pick is the grudge match between Cleveland and Carolina. I've got Carolina Uh, And uh, taking the two and a half points, I think Baker's got something to prove. And I absolutely despise Cleveland. And the third, because I'm running out of time, is going to be the Baltimore versus the Jets. Um, I have Baltimore and the seven and a half points. I really think um, Flacco and the Jets aren't going to be able to do that much against this really loaded Baltimore team with uh, the quarterback trying to get a new contract. Uh, That's this is the mush. Joker, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's Joker and Little Joker, fresh out of first day of pre-K. Oh, how'd that go? Surprisingly well. All right. Awesome. Yes. Good news. Hopefully as awesome as your one-star pick where we go to Carolina versus Cleveland. Is it true you like the Browns in this one? I like the Browns getting points. I feel like, uh, you know, all the off-season drama, I think – 
involving their quarterback who's now in the Panthers. I don't ever shit talk, and I feel like with him shit talking, the Browns are going to blow him out. Yeah, he, he has a habit of you know sticking his foot in his mouth better than what Watson was sticking his hand in. But yeah, you know, I digress. Um, I, I think it was the massage therapist with her hand on never. Uh, yeah, anything. never. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So all right, so you got the Browns for your week one pick. I'm actually in agreement with you. I'll delve into that with Nikki Guns in a moment, but we, uh, but we had to get your one star take, and uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll call in again and get your two star take as well. And I I think uh, this one will be two teams I don't think you care for very much. And your no, not at all, not at all. So we've heard from the mush. We've now heard from the Joker. Now you're gonna hear from the coach about the Carolina Panthers. And the Cleveland Browns. I know we have some Cleveland Brown fans out there. They'll be happy to hear this. I am backing the Browns. You know this from the summer. I was backing the Browns. Of course I was. You have a battle of coaches here. And I trust Stefanski more than I trust Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule's going to be the first coach fired. I do not believe in anything he's doing. I think he should go back to college. I think he's had two years and has proven absolutely nothing in those two years. Uh, he had Teddy Bridgewater, and Teddy Bridgewater couldn't play. But guess what? When Teddy Bridgewater was on the field for Denver Broncos last year, guess what? They were 7-3. and three. So I, I'm not buying this Matt Rule stuff, uh, and, and he's the, the savior for the Carolina Panthers. I also don't believe Baker Mayfield's a savior for the Panthers. I, I agree with the Joker. I think running his mouth is going to cost him, and I think that was part of the problem he had in Cleveland. And Cleveland – is loaded talent-wise compared to Carolina. The skill position's much better in Cleveland. Defensive line, I'm going to give it a slight edge to, to Cleveland. I think Cleveland's a little overrated on their defensive line, but the offensive line is much better for uh, Cleveland. And i take Matt Chubb over uh, Crystal McCaffrey anytime. Um, so I am not seeing this. I don't understand it. I know Jacoby Brissett. Uh, clearly not a good quarterback last year. You're also dealing with the Miami Dolphins offense. Not stellar. Not very good. He now goes to Fansky. Much better scheme. They can run the ball. They have a better offensive line. And they, believe it or not, they have some receivers that can get open. So I'm not buying the Jacoby Brissett stuff. He wasn't that bad in Indianapolis. He wasn't that bad in New England. He was bad in Miami, but guess what? Miami's offense stinks. And talk about stinking offense. How about Carolina with Ben McAdoo running the show there? You had Eli Manning having a, a pretty good year, and you had primetime Odell Beckham the one year he won there. So I'm not, I'm not buying any of this Carolina Panther stuff. Um, don't drink the Kool-Aid. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, they better win one of their first two games here with either the Cleveland or the Giants. Uh, if not, they're going on an over stretch for a while, and Matt Rule will not survive past the bye week. The coach likes Cleveland. I bet him early in the summer where they're minus one. Now I can't believe I'm getting points. I'll take it. Cleveland over Panthers, my one-star pick. For the no next set of picks, we're going to the brothers, Darth Wager and the Joker, who rarely agree on anything, but they agree on this. 
They both like the Packers. They both like the Cowboys. They're going to talk about those games. And I'm just setting it up, putting it on a tee for them, and they're going to knock it out of the park. Although I kind of like I kind of like Tampa. I'm not betting on them. I don't agree with their Cowboys pick. I do agree with their Packers pick. Uh, so here we go. Darth Wager and a Joker with their picks. Cowboys, Packers, and their synopsis of that. And Darth Wager throws another game in there as well. All right, sports fans. If you're hearing this, that means the coach remembered to put Darth Wager's picks in the podcast. I got three picks this week, and I got to do them short and sweet because I only have a minute to record. First pick, I am taking the Green Bay Packers over the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over the Vikings in the first week. Second game, I'm taking the Raiders over the Bolts, plus three and a half. I'm taking David Carr on the road. Uh, That could be a risky pick, but I like the hook with three and a half. And then my last pick. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys plus two and a half over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady has had too much plastic surgery. He's too old, and Giselle leaving him is weighing on his mind. I'm taking the Cowboys. Even as a Giants fan, I'm taking the Cowboys. And those are my three picks. Thanks for listening. Well, your two-star pick, Joker, we go to Sunday night, and we go to Big D, Dallas versus the Buccaneers, and I'm I'm a little, uh, uh, you know, Dallas has been known to burn betters. Well, I I have nicknamed Dallas Ann Haish. I know they've burned people in the past. Oh, too soon. But uh, too soon. It's never too soon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that all the off-season drama with Tom Brady – is really going to mess with his head. I, I know he seems kind of cool and collective, but he's looking out on the barrel of a divorce and half his money being taken. That's going to weigh on any guy. I, alone- I, I tend to disagree with you on that because she makes three times the amount of money as him. I think he might get alimony. There's no court in this America that is going to give Tom Brady alimony. <laughs> <laughs> he can't live his lifestyle without Giselle's financial backing she is the breadwinner in that family absolutely like uh, Giselle is to Tom Brady what a fire extinguisher would be to Anne Heche oh my gosh <laughs> I, I keep setting you up I can't believe this yeah I, I you keep doing it to yourself <laughs> no I'd be a little bit more concerned with both these teams because both offensive lines are a mess right now and that that's that's what would concern me I think I, uh, Tom Brady's been very good at com- com- compartmentalizing uh, during his career. I don't think he'll have any problems with this. I think that it's in Dallas. I think, you know, I'm giving the, the home dog the advantage. Uh, I think um, Tampa's going to have a really hard time containing Dak, who is just going to, I feel, kind of be like Michael Vickish early career and just kind of scramble all over the place this game. Oh, that's that's a very interesting take on Dak, who I call the African-American Kirk Cousins. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Very good, Joker. And uh, we'll get your three-star later on in the show. Sounds good. Your, your final pick of game, week one, 
we go to a four o'clock game and we have the Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, I can't believe the way you're going in this, but go ahead. Tell us why we should back the pack. Well, and this is coming from a guy that drafted a lot of Vikings in five of his fantasy drafts. The Packers are getting points, and usually the Packers and Vikings is usually a field goal game. The I, got the are, pack- I don't think the Packers are getting points. The Vikings are a home dog, Joker. Uh, from the spread I looked at, it looked like they were getting two and a half. I could be wrong. I think but, you have it backwards. Okay, well, I'm, uh, you know, still going with my Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose to the Vikings. Um, you could give him any wide receiver at this juncture, and he's going to make them good. I know that they have like Sammy Watkins, and they brought Randall Cobb back, but even you know the cast of lovable losers, as I'm calling them, he's going to find people to throw the ball to. He always does. And you still got to stop that run game, and their defense is pretty good. Their defense is very good. I just Aaron Rodgers is a winner, except when it comes to NFC Championship games. Um, <laughs> he he is the definition of doing the most when it didn't matter. <laughs> uh, and it's a four o'clock game for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and you, we you know Kirk Cousins is like uh, he's like um, he's the Kenny uh, Rogers. Remember Kenny Rogers when we went to the Yankees. Yes, and he I do. Pitch. That that's who who Kirk Cousins reminds me of. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna one up you on the Yankees. I'm gonna call him the Chuck Knoblock. Oh, the Chuck Knoblock. No, he throws better than Chuck Knoblock. Come on, he missed at his own freaking. Uh, oh right, right. The, the the birth announcement where they picked yeah. the sack. He was supposed to throw a football into something, and he missed like four times. I don't think it was a football. I think it was like a. Uh, water balloon, but still, yeah, did. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, I just feel like the Vikings are a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl. They got it's time to get rid of Cousins. Well, I like your pick. You know, you got a rookie coach and Kirk Cousins going against Lafleur, who's kind of proven himself even from back in the dodgeball days. And you got <laughs> and you got Aaron Rodgers, QB and coach. Uh, definitely the the head and shoulders, Green Bay has the advantage in that one. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. The floor. <laughs> uh, all right, Joker. Oh, that was your your three star pick. Anything else for the good of the podcast podcast before you sign off for the night? Um, a lot of wrestling drama. Oh. Uh, if you wrestling fans get a chance, they had a big AEW pay-per-view on Sunday, and they had a press conference afterwards where CM Punk proceeded to bury the whole locker room, call people out, call them a bunch of kids, a bunch of bitches, and uh, it led to a backstage altercation where allegedly CM Punk knocked out one of the young bucks, a steal threw a chair at somebody, and bit Kenny Omega. Jeez. Um, sounds like sounds like the preschool room your son was at earlier today. Uh, you know what? I think they were more well behaved than <laughs> than uh, you know. I I feel it is just at this juncture a old man who just whines and cries and picks up his ball whenever he doesn't get his own way. Yeah, um, he did the same thing with the WWE. I'm not shocked. Um, 
seen the writing on the wall, I think, come. And a lot of the wrestlers have been just kind of like, you know, nobody likes you. We don't want you here anyway. Yeah. Um, but if you look there in the press conference, the owner of AEW, who is the son of the Jaguars owner, you can just see the look in his face of total, like, panic and doesn't know what to do. He looked like George Bush when he was uh, in the kindergarten class during 9-11. Oh, jeez. Reading a book. Yeah. <sighs> All right, Joker. Very good. And uh, good luck in your week one picks. Good luck in fantasy. And uh, my son says, stop sending him crappy trade requests. Oh, um, it's the other way around. He wants Tom Brady for like two backup quarterbacks and, or two backup running backs and a, and a crappy wideout. Well, he's going <laughs> to listen to what you just said about Tom Brady and say, I'm going to give you less. <laughs> hey, when he loses by 40 because he doesn't have two quarterbacks, I'll start, you know, taking the trade offers again in week two. <laughs> there we go. All right, Joker. Have a good one. All right. Bye. And now we have Nicky Guns with his three picks for NFL week one. A couple of his picks I like. In fact, not so much I bet him straight up, but definitely teaser options with his picks here. Getting the number down to a maybe a number I like a little bit more or moving it up to a number I like even better. When you're, especially when you're talking about his Steelers pick versus the Bengals. Let's get to Nicky Guns. Nicky Gun checking in, so i got to make this quick. I've got to get this all said in under a minute. I'm just going to get right to it. My first game, Pittsburgh Steelers, division game, getting six and a half. I like the Steelers here. Too many points for a division game, too many points for Cincinnati to be laying. What was Cincinnati's MO last year? Winning close, tight games. Uh, I think the trend stays the same here. Wouldn't surprise me to see the Steelers knock them off. Game two, Ravens minus seven on the road versus the Jets. Jets are horrible. Flacco revenge game, not going to happen. I don't think there's much of a chance here. I think Ravens, what do they do best? They beat up bad teams. And my third one, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears at home, catching a touchdown against the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance, basically his first real start in the NFL against Chicago. Eberflus, a defensive-minded coach. Too many points to be laying. Give me the Bears. Could upset him on the field. For the coach's two-star pick, I'm going to Miami. And you've already heard me talk about Miami a little bit with my Cleveland pick, according to Jacoby Brissett and the downfall of his career. How can you be giving the New England Patriots three and a half points is beyond me. They normally beat the Patriots in that heat and humidity because the Patriots aren't used to heat and humidity. It's been all summer. They've been practicing it all year. It is game one. The Patriots are going to be used to that. Bill Belichick has been down there since Tuesday practicing in the Miami heat. The heat will not be an issue for the Patriots. What will be an issue is coach and quarterback. The coach, you're going to tell me. People are throwing their money. This line was two and a half. It is now three and a half. And people are putting their money on a first-year coach over Bill Belichick. I, I, I just, I can't believe this. You are, this is, this is a travesty. This cannot be happening. And now you have Tua, who, again, maybe it's the way the offense was running Miami before, 
but he has not looked good at all. And Mac Jones has looked at least looked like an NFL quarterback that can lead a team down the field and, and score touchdowns. So you got that going for you. I know there's a ton of speed on Miami. Everybody's been talking about, oh, wait till you see the speed of Miami. I've heard it in every NFL podcast I've listened to. But you know what? You don't think Bill Belichick's seen speed before? You don't think he knows how to contain that? You don't think he knows what throws that Tua, Tua can throw and cannot throw? He's going to take away every throw that he can make and then make the throws he can't get make. And they're not going to get the ball until the speedy receiver's hands. And Miami still doesn't have a running game. Miami still doesn't have a line. Miami's defensive backs, not bad. But, again, this the, the Patriots have shown nothing all preseason. That's okay. They're not showing anything. Trust Bill Belichick. Trust the greatest coach of all time. He will be fine. The Patriots will be fine. This is the start of the Patriots winning the AFC East again, back on top. Don't trust the Bills this year. Don't trust Miami. In fact, I trust the Jets more than I trust Miami. How about that? Two-star pick. Patriots getting three and a half points. I can't believe it. Thank you very much. I also bet the money line. Go Pats, go. And I'm a Giants fan. That goat segue was for Bill Belichick. I can't believe people are betting against the goat. But now we get to the three-star pick for myself, the coach. And it's ugly. It's scary. It's the Houston Texans. My best bet. What I have most on the line in week one, the Houston Texans. Why? The distraction of Deshaun Watson is gone. The distraction. They paid all their fines and... And paid off all the women that, you know, they set up the stuff for Deshaun Watson. They're just as culpable. I mean, not just as culpable, but they knew darn well what was going on. But they got Davis Mills, a very serviceable quarterback that played well down the stretch last year. This is a division game. Indianapolis Colts on the road. New quarterback. Matt Ryan, not sold on him. I know he's been around a lot, but still. Nicky Guns has talked all preseason about you need home run hitters. You need big playmakers. Jonathan Taylor, maybe a big playmaker once in a while. I, I think of him more as a, a grinded out, we're not giving the ball 400 times in a season type thing because they couldn't trust Carson Wentz. And are we sure Frank Reich is, is the, uh, the golden child from that Philly team? Because they just really haven't gotten it done too well in Indianapolis since he's gotten there. I don't trust the Indianapolis defense. You got Lovey Smith on the other side, who has a winning record as an NFL coach, is familiar with the Houston Texans, has taken a team all the way to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman at quarterback, has coached in a much tougher place in Chicago. And if you do recall a couple of years ago, the Indianapolis Colts division road game, laying a ton of points in Jacksonville, Loser. I'm taking the Houston Texans. Do they have any big playmakers? No, not really. But can they keep this within a touchdown? It's now seven and a half. I wish I told you. I wish I told you to bet it earlier. I didn't take the seven and a half. As long as it's over a touchdown, it's still good play, as far as the coach says. There you have it. My three star pick of the week. 
of NFL Week 1, the Houston Texans. There you have it, folks. Podcast 541 in the books. We pieced it together. Literally, I pieced it together with calls and messages and phone-ins to get this out to you. You have all the picks from the podcast, guys. Remember, if you want to get a hold of us, you want to send an email uh, with a question. For one of the guys, you can hit me up, talkgambling at gmail.com. You can hit us up at Twitter or Instagram, at talkgambling is our handle. Don't forget, I do a college podcast as well. You'll see it on this feed. I also put the college picks for the Sunbelt Conference on the YouTube channel, Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast YouTube channel. And I even throw that up on the TikTokers there for the Sunbelt Conference for college football. I hope everyone has a great finish to their work week. Enjoy week one of the NFL. Enjoy week two of college football. And as always, may the picks be with you.